You're listening to the PBE Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the feed on Spotify, Pocket Casts, Anchor, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. You don't want to miss any great audio content from the pro baseball experience. Now let's get on with today's show. That's all you're getting. That's our intro. Uh. <laughs> All right, so I guess we should just go around the table here and talk, uh, introduce everybody real quick. Uh, I probably, obviously, starting with the GMs of the Sarasota Supernova. Pork. So- no, <laughs> that is I'm not pork. pork. I'm GM here. No, pork is the real GM. GM. Will. <laughs> or should I say Bill? I'm Red Arrow. I'm a. Uh... I'm the actual GM. I'm uh, INL Bogescu because no one else says my name properly. Bogescu. Uh, I am the co-GM of the Sarasota uh, Supernovas. I am uh, Pork Torkelton, uh, star ace of the Sarasota Supernovas. I'm uh, yeah. Bill, Bill the Hill, the um, ace of the minor league 66ers. Yeah, you're not even on our team yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know. It just happens like that. Last but not least is your favorite uh, PBE Rewind host, Io Torrent, Sarasota Supernova, Season 19, and uh, alleged power hitter that doesn't hit for power. As a rookie, you hit for power. I did, yes. Allegedly. But, so, moving right into things, since some of us got to go to bed. Ah, Pork, you brought us all in here, bud. And so uh, you're going to probably lead the questions a little bit, but just kind of looking at over at the, uh, uh, I I guess I'm just taking over this thing. Uh, Yeah, you're a good question. (laughs) Questions uh, from, uh, (laughs) well, Miss Avi said no, so we're going to skip, skip that one. Uh, that's, that's ironic. Very, now. It's a very solid question. <laughs> that's, that's the answer to well. no is yes. Yeah. So moving into Wombat's first question, where do you see the Supernovas next seasons? Um, we'll start with Red. No, I think we should start with you guys since uh, we like no, but I think you guys should take a guess. That's a good point. That's a good point. So for me, Io, uh, I'm getting pissed off of my player. And so I'm hoping he comes alive and starts doing what I'm trying to build him to do. And uh, if I, I feel like if myself and uh, the top five hitters hit like we're supposed to, we'll definitely be a top um, probably two or three team in the, or I will, I guess moving into the new divisions next year, we should probably win our division um, with how it's outlaid right now. Uh, I guess, were we the conference one or I'm sorry, East. conference two East conference two East. Yeah. So looking at that, we got the Detroit demons, Indianapolis, Apex, Saranova, uh, Sur- 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 Supernova <laughs> and the Nashville stars. I mean, the stars are pretty darn good. I think they're going to be pretty darn good for a while. Um, and the apex are coming up and Detroit's pretty good, but I think Detroit's going to lose a lot this off season. If I'm correct or in, in the things that I'm hearing, but who, I mean, who knows? Um, I mean, they it's are a pretty at least a big name. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I think, you know, amongst those four teams, it's pretty tight, but I think if our core steps up and does what I think we're supposed to do, uh, I think we have a shot at making the playoffs next year for sure. 
Um, but the Sims have not been kind the last three seasons. So we might be, I feel like I've been saying this. Uh, You can go, you can go back farther than that. (laughs) It's a broken record. We definitely don't have Sim luck. If history tells us anything, we will not make the playoffs. (laughs) These new, these new conference and divisions will, will be the turning point for the uh, supernova. Yeah. I'm excited. I think it'll be a pretty competitive division. I mean, and we don't have any of the typical huge powerhouses in there, so it'll be it'll be pretty nice for us. I have to admit, getting away from the Voyagers, I'm so glad. <laughs> oh, they well, they just yeah. terrorized us. Unfortunately, Maybe. we don't get to play the Vandals very often because we always beat up on AJ. Like his... hey, AJ, if you ever listen to this, <laughs> hi. <laughs> Uh, uh, Bill, you have any thoughts? Because um, well, I think rookie season. I think the the pitching staff will uh, improve. You know, your first two picks in the last draft should be in the uh, in the bullpen next season. So that should help out with maybe getting some not blowing as many games in the end, and uh, you know helping Pork out as he's carrying the team. I mean, with the pitching staff. Please, please help me. (laughs) Well, the defense hasn't been doing much help either. Yeah, we can blame Junie for that one. Who's currently currently playing what again? He's playing shortstop, but like his arm is non-existent because he can't field, and this is confusing me. And he's the only one that really puts all the emphasis in defense, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm a gold glove candidate, but I also play second base, so there's, like, not too much that I can help with there. Well, I was referring to him playing squad, but, yeah, set shortstop oh, for oh. sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, squad. 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 <laughs> but, um, no, I, I, I'm really kind of surprised at how backwards Junie's season's going. He's hitting for average, got pretty solid OBP. His slugging's not there, but I mean, he's not fielding either, so I'm not sure how to feel about it. He still has 1.3 war, at least on the last update that I've seen. So, for clarification, uh, you guys probably can explain this, at least to me, or the people who probably don't know quite yet, the playoff structure. So, we got two conferences and four divisions. So, will the top teams from each division move on to, like, a conference championship and then to a, an overall championship? Like, There's- you have, like, yeah. Wild card teams, um, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. There's still I want to say two wild card teams in each conference, maybe. Um, I don't know if the exact bracket has been laid out yet, but it is going to be like conference championships and then the overall World Series or whatever they call it. Um, the conferences are going to get names eventually. Uh, that just hasn't been done yet. But yeah, I mean, the playoff structure looks like it's going to basically mirror like the MLB or the NFL. Um, so I think it'll be, I think it's a good change. I'm excited to see like a more structured uh, divisional layout. Yeah, I think it's pretty exciting. I think, and that kind of moves into the next question about expansion, just kind of, um, you know, with the, how we got now these four divisions. And so we're pretty much shaking up entirely just the structure of the schedule and the playoff system, which seems pretty exciting if it is going to kind of mirror that of professional baseball. Um, but I, I, for one, am extremely excited 
for expansion. I would almost say in a couple more years, I'd like to see even two more teams to kind of have a five person division. Um, just because, uh, I think it just kind of creates more drama. It spreads the talent around a little bit. I think it gets pretty clear that every couple of years, uh, or seasons, I should say, uh, some of the free agent top tier talent kind of migrate to each other to create these super teams, at least in my experience, obviously you guys have been around longer than me, so you could probably attest to that more, but I like the idea of kind of spreading talent and giving other, like kind of the smaller, or I guess the newer, uh, organizations an opportunity to grow and kind of like build through the draft. Yeah. I mean, the jump on that and kind of go with the question, uh, I think these expansion teams from this season are going to be better off than past years. I think uh, just the way the cap has been lowered so drastically and how the rules for protection lists have been, uh, um, I just think there's going to be a good amount of talent that they can pick from. And they could choose to kind of go with the uh, Kashima, uh, just gain tons of picks and like build up slowly or i think they could just try to start out and just be competitive right off the bat so it'll be interesting to see uh what they choose to do i mean i firmly believe that these two new expansion teams could very well be in that have a better off bet at being competitive because i'm sure there's a lot of teams just dropping big, big players because of their contracts and not protecting them. And they could honestly really get a leg up on, on it and make some good trades, turn the, turn those players into solid prospects, just gain depth. And, and but, not yeah. to, not to jump in in front of everybody real quick, but I, I uh, Ger- Geronimo Scheider, me shout out to him with the Vandals who helps with the PBG line did a fantastic MVP race, kind of just breaking that down. And one of the more interesting parts about it was, some of the things I've heard around in other podcasts, even around you know the chat, was the uh, uh, I'm sorry, the Anthony Bauer kind of beat like the, the corpse of Anthony Bauer being traded to the Indiana, and he's like fourth in, in yeah. like in every MVP metric because he's still like just blasting the ball and having good sim, and so it's funny to see how a team you know traded him away to kind of help their rebuild process to a, to the you know Indianapolis, who's kind of an up and comer team, and he's still out there you know just wrecking which could happen like you just said you know some of these players don't get protected because they're towards the end or they're regressing and they still turn out for a couple more good seasons i like the i like the over the idea of expansion i think it makes it exciting but it it kind of it sucks when it kind of falls in the middle of your window and when and like i don't know my cap gets lowered it just it, it kind of hurts more than anything I'll I'll be the uh, the odd man out and go against the expansion, but I'll always be against expansions in any kind of league, just because it's some of the teams that are like just starting to build up like assets and stuff, just all of a sudden have to worry about not as much not losing those assets, but like it, it makes it harder for them to you know like especially teams coming out of a rebuild. It makes it harder for them to compete, in my opinion, because you're taking what little they may have, like that they've been building, and giving it to an expansion team. Yeah, I think that was kind of that's kind of where I am with it too. I think uh, yeah. eight teams in each conference a pretty is a pretty sweet number. If you look at it, like you know, college conferences and those big conferences like the SEC, 
Um, I think if we were to add any more, it might get a little too, uh, you know, too much, you know, and uh, I think right now we might, I mean, we'll see. We haven't obviously played a season with the two new teams yet, but I think 16, I, I didn't like the seven, <laughs> seven teams in each division just because it's an odd number. Um, yeah. I think the 16 might be a, a sweet spot if we kind of stick there for a while. Yeah, I know that uh, that was a lot of people's goal was to get to 16 teams. Just mathematically, it works out really well um, for playoffs and stuff. Um, and I think it, it all just depends on retention numbers, how people stay. I know a lot of people are saying that like the pandemic would have, uh, you know, a lot of people would join there. And it'll be interesting to see as time goes on if everyone stays or if there's like a big gap of people who joined at this certain point in time and kind of tapered off. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I uh, just kind of listening to some of the other podcasts. I know a lot of people, and I've even tried to bring like my wife into it. <laughs> uh, you know, there's there's a lot of people bringing like you know significant others, um, something to kind of do during the during the pandemic. So it'll be interesting to see once things kind of go back to normal um, if people stick with it. I mean, I mean, it's easy for me to say just for my personal experiences that you know it doesn't take a lot to just go in there and kind of do even just you know minimums to kind of just you know keep things going and play out at least one player um to 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 the end but i don't know i think i think it is picking up steam it seems like any i mean again you guys the gms can probably attest better but does it seem like there's more uh people coming in each each season yeah i mean this season uh upcoming season s25 is a little bit of a smaller class but the last couple of classes have been really large um and in general just like the amount of users that are coming in and immediately making impacts um it's a lot higher i feel like than when i joined like you're seeing people get jobs and join become gms and join head office like right after uh so it's cool to see for sure i know they do recruitment but i don't really pay much attention where do they get most of their the new users from like is it reddit i see a lot of their posts on reddit <laughs> yeah i read it and like connections with out of the park have helped a lot yeah it's a good sign when the pbe stream gets more viewers than the ootp stream that was I, quite amusing I thought that was hilarious shout out to and, ootp <laughs> and the the pbe stream got all those subs so they can actually like hopefully use the subs to like you know reach out and recruit better like in the coming seasons so moving into some more real life stuff um without i guess giving too much away pork and i are actually from the same area uh we live extremely close together uh and i know we both really follow the royals um and you know, I think it's interesting being a Royals fan uh, and a Sarasota fan because the Royals uh, are kind of an up and coming team. We, I mean, I'm I'm more excited about the minor leaguers right now that are getting ready to come up. I, I mean, Pork, I think you could probably uh, would agree. I mean, like some like Bobby Witt and Asa Lacy, oh, yeah. some of these these studs that are getting ready to come up. I'm very excited for the future of the Royals, which is kind of cool that my fake baseball team is kind of in the same boat that, you know, maybe we're a season or two away from really hitting our stride. And, and, uh, but in my, you know, my real baseball team that I follow being the same way, you know, so, um, you, 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 
do are you gonna go out to any of the games this year? Yeah, I, I'm hoping to. I haven't I feel the last few years, I, I mean I've had two kids like uh fifteen months apart and uh it's been hard to even make it to anything. So I haven't been to a game. I mean with the pandemic last year we weren't able to at all, but uh I haven't been to a game in a couple of years now because of the the boys. Uh, so I'm hoping to make it out and take take my oldest at least one to his first game. Make sure you get him a baseball. If you take him over to the, uh, uh, I guess the admin, admin building or the souvenir shop, they'll give you my first, uh, my first souvenir. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah. And they, they do those little, um, papers or whatever. I don't even like, I don't know. What, what are those things called? Like a, like a certificate certificate. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the word. I'm excited. I'm going, I'm for sure going to see some baseball. Anybody else, uh, Real life baseball fans. I just—I've been so sick without baseball. I wanted—I was going to go see uh, <laughs> Arizona playing in St. Louis last year, but then COVID happened, and you know, couldn't go. Man, uh, that's a bummer. There was a Goldschmidt bobblehead giveaway too. Damn it! <laughs> and, it's, and St. Louis is a—I mean, I hate St. Louis as a city, but St. Louis is a, a good <laughs> ball ballpark is awesome. I mean, it's yeah. in the middle of downtown, and, and you know, St. Louis is a, as long as you don't, you know, <laughs> stay out too late, is a pretty cool city. Um, I'm just talking trash on St. Louis. I love, <laughs> I love, I love St. Louis. Uh, I'm from Missouri, so, <laughs> but the Cardinals, I do not like just because they're the, the big brother that picks on us all the time. I mean, oh, I can. They obviously just got better with Arenado. <laughs> yeah, I, I can attest to the Cardinal hate. Uh... Yeah, I'm red, hoping you're to. A, you're I, a Reds fan. Yeah, I know for sure I'm going to a couple Reds games, uh, which is good. I always try to get out there because uh, I, th- I mean, I think their ballpark's really nice. I've been to a few and I really like theirs. Um, the Reds are at kind of a weird spot. Like they're not, re- they're kind of not really rebuilding because they don't have a ton of prospects, but they're not really a top top team but the division is so weak that they have a chance uh so if a lot of things go right and maybe the cardinals struggle then there's a chance they got some hitters on that team though man they got some hitters i'm so curious why did they let archie bradley go yeah we the (laughs) subreddit today is actually just talking about that like (laughs) they so they traded Iglesias, and then for a reliever to dump cash, oh, and then they yeah, released and then they released they the, released the reliever, yeah, and the reliever signed back with the Angels. Um, so I don't know. I'm hoping Hunter Green or Lodolo can come up maybe at some point this season. That would be like the one thing that could save that, I guess. I mean, more importantly, is Joey Votto a Hall of Famer? Yes. Yeah, no. I mean, if if he retired right now, no, okay. right now, no, no, he's got to hit maybe another hundred home runs. <laughs> if he if he plays for a full season or two, like he did in the second half of last season, then I think he'll get there. Which is like, I want to say it's like two fifty average, like four hundred on base, four fifty slugging, five hundred slugging. I mean. If he can get anywhere close to what he was in 2017, I think he'll be just fine. He Maybe was he was game. robbed of an MVP that year, and that would have helped his case a lot. Probably, but I mean, Stanton was also here. 
kind of insane. It, it, I understand the argument. And as a homer, I would love to say Paul Goldschmidt should have won that, but no, he, he finished where he deserved. <laughs> Let's be honest. The best team out of all these teams y'all mentioned is the Braves. No, no, no. And <laughs> they have only one notable player that I should mention. They have, at, they have at least three. Yeah, uh, they, they, uh, got some, they got some young players. I, I mean, honestly, yeah, I think they have an exciting team to watch. I just like giving you, <laughs> giving you a crap. <laughs> uh, well, if they can stay healthy, I think they easily win the East this year. I'm a. I don't say it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be easy. I think the Mets are, are performing them, or they're positioning themselves to be legitimate contenders. Yeah, well, we all know how the Mets are. When I say that I remember watching like a bunch of Braves games in the '90s when they were played on uh, TBS. That's super true. It just makes you sound old. Yeah, like all all I mean, the games were on TBS because it was uh, what's his name, uh, Ted Turner, one of the team, and TBS. Yeah, yeah. So like all of the yeah. games were on TBS. That and WCW wrestling. Uh, yeah, I I think it's cool that we have Greg Maddox's son on our team. I mean, that's pretty cool because Greg Maddox is probably one of my favorite <laughs> play uh, pitchers of all time. I love I love that dude's game. I'm uh, a bit impartial to Glavin. Say, great, uh, Maddox, Glavin, and Smoltz just the big three. Uh, I wouldn't even like alive slash following baseball when they were <laughs> all playing, but those are like the teams you hear of, and you're like, Yeah, the this was the dream three. I mean, hey, imagine having a rotation with Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling. I was playing Little League Baseball when those big three were uh, were playing, and the top three pitchers of every Little League team called themselves Glavin, Maddox, and Schmoltz. I mean, it, it was – I mean, everybody was a, was a Braves fan back then. And so, uh, I, they're, they're, I mean, out of the – my second favorite team outside of uh, the Royals, and you're going to hate hate me, uh, is Chicago Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. but oh. minus the Cubs, uh, I did. I always kind of like the Braves. I, I mean, uh, hey, I don't mind the Cubs. Mm. I like the, I like the Cubs. Oh. I, I, I've been to Chicago a bunch of times. Wrigleyville is one of the coolest experiences I've ever had as a baseball fan. Um, Wrigley what Stadium is, is is just amazing. It's a beautiful It's a beautiful ballpark if you go at the right time of year. So I, I'm. I, I mean, I don't. Root or watch a whole lot of National League baseball, but um, when I do, it's usually the Cubs. I mean, I just watch pure pain because I my two teams are Diamondbacks and Angels. All I know is pain. Yeah, you're in like in a in a unique situation where you live like across the country from your two favorite teams. I mean, uh, yeah, I grew up out in California, so that's yeah. where the Angels come from, and I was born in Arizona. Kind of yeah, percent. different different time zones. <laughs> I've been in three different time zones at least in my life. But um you've been at least four. <laughs> that's true. I, well, I'm going to be in my fourth living one when I move to Mississippi yeah. here in a couple of years. But uh you know I, I, I love that the two teams that I root for won World Series in back to back years and haven't done anything since. 
Yeah, they're just and of bad course, those are the two years where I wasn't even old enough to comprehend what the hell happened. I'm old yeah, enough to remember when the Diamondbacks became a franchise. Uh, I mean, that that's all <laughs> yeah. I am. I, I, I thought, I mean, that's another cool stadium. I mean, I, I like traveling, and I, that's one of the things I'm excited about with uh, the pandemic being, you know, loosening is traveling because – I don't know how many stadiums you guys have been to, but I mean, as I'm, I love baseball, and baseball stadiums are one of my favorite things to go do and visit. Have you been to? I would love to go to Chase Field, but uh, I remember going to Angel Stadium a lot as a kid. Oh man, that was some of the most fun I had. It was just so energetic. The fans there were awesome. There's so much to do. They had a really fun kid zone, and it was just. A generally enjoyable experience every time, win or lose, you still had fun. And I, it's probably biased at this point due to the fact that I've been there so much. I, when I was there, that's, that's, that stadium was easily my number one. <laughs> There's no other stadium that's compared to me. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, is it? Is it? It's just funny to me that as a Royals fan, I say the same thing because I think bad franchises have to say win or lose. I had a good time. <laughs> Cause I know yeah. if you're a Yankees fan, they lose. It's like the worst day on the planet. Uh, oh God, I hate Yankees. <laughs> or the Red Sox, man. Being in Boston after they lose is just miserable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean being in those big cities after they lose. Yeah. I went to a Marlins game. That was, I mean, their stadium's pretty cool, but, and that was back when they had the fish tanks and the big sculpture. <laughs> um, oh, I missed all oh, that ugly sculpture. <laughs> I mean, it, it was—it's different. It was a different kind of stadium. Um, probably one of about thirty fans there, but it was a good time. <laughs> I mean, I hey, you got seating Tampa. anywhere? Bill, we're, we're uh, what's your what's your team? You said Atlanta, right? Yeah. Is, uh, is are you regionally over there? Or is that or is that just a team that you picked up? I mean, I guess if you call Tennessee Atlanta country, then yeah, sure. Um, it's just kind of. I grew up. My dad's a Cubs fan. My uh, my uncle's a Braves fan, and that was the first game I ever went to was a Braves game. So, you know, it just kind of sticks with you when you go to a game. It's like, oh well, I guess I like this team now. So, and it's just it kind of stuck with me for my senior trip. I actually went to Atlanta and watched. Uh, like six games in the that year that they were just terrible. Twenty seventeen, I think. Right before all the like is good it, came up. It's safe question, Red. Is it regionally or is that just the team you picked? Um. Yeah. I mean, it's regionally. Uh, it's everyone that I know is pretty much Reds or Indians, and I would always just go to Reds games as a kid. So. I think that that's one thing I kind of I do kind of envy. I love living in the Midwest, but one of the worst parts is that you know it's a it's a it's a trip to go to another city's that has a a ball team, and so yeah, uh, like Chicago. I mean, like Chicago is twelve hours from where I live, and that might be the closest one I can think. of. Maybe Minnesota. Um, twelve hours? You know, it's like an eight-hour drive. Oh, well, you know, I, not everyone drives like a maniac. Uh, How fucking slow are you driving? Pork, uh, but. So, I mean, I, I do kind of like, cause, uh, you know, <laughs> I guess it is nice that we have here close to us, you know, the Chiefs, the Royal, we have a lot of teams, you know, and St. Louis has a team. We have two teams in each uh, four hours apart. But other than that, like if I want to go to, you know, Colorado, Colorado. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's, it's, it's a vacation. Yeah. Can I just say, 
I feel horribly bad for the Rockies fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah. have such oh, a yeah. good park, but they have a GM and an owner who have the equivalent intellect of a potato. Shout out to yeah. uh, uh, Hopkin. He's GM. He's a Rockies fan. I'm sorry. We are so sorry. But come on. I really want to go to Coors Field one of these days. That is such a beautiful ballpark. It won't be around long enough for you to go. They're just going to move the team to Montreal. Honestly, they probably could. Although I think baseball in Colorado is probably going to stay. Whether as a major league or minor league team. Yeah, I mean, major league or minor league team. So I've been to Coors Field and it was awesome. And again, this is going to show my age. But the greatest outfield throw to home plate I've ever seen was Larry Walker. I don't know if anybody else knows that guy, but that dude had an absolute cannon. And I just don't know if it's that Colorado air that he was just able to throw a 150 mile an hour strike from right field to catcher. Uh, But probably one of the greatest uh, throws I've ever seen. It's probably on, on YouTube somewhere, but it was just unreal. That dude had a cannon. I, uh, I, oh man, Larry Walker. <laughs> I wish I could watch him. Watch him <laughs> oh I man, he, yeah, that dude, that dude was an absolute stud. Uh, and for the Rockies, and, and back then they were still terrible. So, I mean, he, he was like the only, you know, uh, star on that team. Uh, and he was fun to watch. I think but, I can only name two seasons where the Rockies weren't terrible. Actually, no, three. 2018, 2017, 2007. That's it. That's all I know. I thought they had a good year in 2015. I don't know. Did they? I'll go. So, uh, jumping back into the PBE, and this is another, we're still sticking to some questions from Wombat here. Uh, Who has the best name in the Pro baseball experience. Oh, oh, that's tough. That is really it's, tough. It's a good question. It's very easy. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh I, I I actually really like Bad and Bougie. Uh, I think it just sounds cool. Or um, what was the <laughs> other one? The the Hepcat uh, Weedem Boys. I thought <laughs> I just. I enjoy. Oh, I, I always enjoy when the announcer says "we them boys" because everybody says it with the with the slang with with the with the twang to their voice. Like, we them boys is up to bat. I love I, it. I have to say, uh, rotor wash with a mustache, probably <laughs> up there on my list. I can't really think of a favorite name right off the top of my head. I'm gonna have to go look through them. But uh, funny enough, there's so I'm many a good names in the PBE. Is there minor league has, <laughs> I think, some great names right now. I think there's a lot of recreates that got got uh, got pretty clever <laughs> with their names. Oh my god! There's someone the dinos is literally ah. Yeah, that's person <laughs> man. I love it. Uh, <laughs> uh... And it, Sam Sam does it the best. I love when Sam says his name because he he says it with intensity but very softly. <laughs> how does that work exactly i don't know how he does it but he does it he's he's got it down 
Bill, let's see. You're you're uh you're in that minor league kind of newer create. Did you put a lot of effort into your name? <laughs> no. <laughs> it rhymes with other names that we know you by, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, exactly why. Yeah, I don't think it gets lazier than my name. Yeah, Just, yeah it's literally your name for everything. Yeah, same here. Uh, I guess this would be a good opportunity to explain my name, I guess. Uh, Io Torrent. I've had that name for probably 20-plus uh, years. Um, it was like the first, uh, I guess, a buddy of mine were uh, coming up with alter ego names for these kind of things back on AOL. Um, AOL I'm. And uh, I, we picked uh, – we were both doing, G- uh, uh, I guess, uh, astrology. Uh, in school at the time, and Io is actually a moon of Jupiter, and I picked that as the name, and then Torrent was just a name I pulled out of nowhere, and I just literally, I just kind of kept it for everything, and and I didn't realize until I got to the PBE that no one knows how to say it, um, but uh, yeah, it's just Io, I guess the E is silent, but uh, I've, yeah, I've had it for, it's been my name in basically every every online fake sport, and um, I just, I guess I'm lazy, too lazy to change it. <laughs> my name has a little less glamour to it. Uh, my name is from a player who I had in one of my OTP saves, who I just randomly got in a draft, and he just developed into an ace who played at Hall of Fame caliber pitching for 20 years. And I just, well, I should have made a pitcher, probably. Just the aspect of hitting bombs like JD Martinez, yes, please. But it's, <laughs> but just the, all it was was just an OCP player who I really liked. That's it. I think there's probably a couple other people who have a similar story. Is that? Um, mine is just uh, uh, Pork Torkelton. It just came off the top of my head and was creating a MLR player. <laughs> no idea. Um. MLR is the current place to be. That explanation doesn't even fit a JPT, so thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like two, two lines. Uh, Sorry, I didn't ramble enough. Uh, yeah, I'm a rambler. Sorry. Uh, so, let's see here. Uh, moving into... Did everybody get their... I see, Red, you got your... Did you get your name in there? Where that came um, from? Yeah, I mean, just... Um, my username for, you know, things that I signed up for was always something similar, um, when I was like, you know, my social media and stuff. So I changed it slightly. Um, and then just, I wanted, um, I always want like to be known kind of like when you hear the name, you know, the person with it. So I try to keep the same name everywhere. Um. I like yeah. that too. I hate I hate having to look up other look up players that have changed their name, especially in MLR. That really upsets me in scouting. Like, who's this guy? See, uh, <laughs> I, changed, I changed my name to go try and go under the radar in the draft. So anyone that like knew me from MLR like, <laughs> wouldn't kind of piece together in PVE. Of hoping I could slip down to the to the supernovas. I mean, let's be real here. It's not that different. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought it was different enough, you know. The I'm bill. Go with no. <laughs> uh, if you were, is, oh, I'm sorry. Moving it. This is from Jabs, uh, ex Sarasota Supernova. 
If you each were to play a position you do not currently play, what would it be? I think I kind of hinted at it. Probably starter. Because, <laughs> first of all, there's a shortage of pitchers in the league, I swear. Second of all, Sarasota always needs pitching, no matter what point in time. Third of all, why not? It'd be fun to be someone like Scherzer, Glavin, Johnson. Just all, there's so many fun names you can list off as pitchers. Yeah, I think if I were to be a different position, I'd go with catcher, just because that was my IRL uh, position for like 20 years. You look like a catcher. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> like a brick shit house. That's right. Uh, I currently am the DH because uh, I only got all my TPE and hitting, and it doesn't seem to be working, even though I have over a thousand. Uh, I would pick third base. Uh, that was my in real life position for my entire career in baseball. Um, I, there's something about the hot corner that I, I enjoy, um, and some of my favorite real life ball players are third basemen. So yeah, for me, it'd definitely be uh, third base. Um, so when I first made my player, uh, in real life, cause I, I'm still young enough to play, um, if that gives away my age a little bit, but, um, I played mostly second, but since then I've kind of shifted over to shortstop. Uh, so I know it's not that different, but if I pick the position, I'd probably move over to short just cause that's kind of, you're kind of like the leader of the infield at that point. Um. And you, you finally hit puberty and your arm's getting stronger. Right. Well, you know, I'm st- I'm still very short, but... <laughs> uh, or, or are you like 5'1"? No, 5'4", five five but... He's 4'6". Yeah. You don't have a lot of room to talk there, Pork. You're not that much taller. Hey, I am an average height. I'm like 5'9". <laughs> yeah, I'm very defensive about that. He's like, no, wait, no. <laughs> I mean, I know he feels average. Our our group of friends, he, he are are large human beings. I think he just gets he gets a little, little little shy. <laughs> Bill, um, you know, I guess I'd play the outfield just because no one else has said it, and I guess you're a little more versatile in the outfield. You can either go with. You can go a lot of different directions with your player. You can either prioritize fielding, prioritize hitting. Um, and so I just, just because of the versatility. I've always been fascinated by the, the differences of, of, le- of the individual positions of left, center, and right field, especially at the professional level. Uh, you know, your center fielders, you're obviously your, your best defender in the outfield, your left fielder has to cover some ground and your right fielder basically sucks. It just has to hit really hard. Uh, I'm your right fielder you, usually, usually has, yeah, usually has a cannon. I'm, I'm being facetious, but uh, it's just interesting to me that, you know, it's the outfield, but the left and center and right couldn't be, I mean, any different in terms of just what their roles are on, on, on a team. Yeah, it kind of sucks too. Like, if you're a left-handed player, like uh, you kind of get pigeonholed into either like the outfield or like first base. 
you know, so, you yeah. can build the fun infield positions. Go ahead, Red. Um, I actually read something once uh, that talked about the different outfield positions. And generally, I think people would agree that left field is the easiest. But um, it, it said that like something about the way that um, major leaguers tend to put spin on the ball, uh, it makes uh, tracking the ball in left field very difficult for someone who's not used to it. Um, and I mean, I guess for a major leaguer, like you're probably not going to notice the difference, but if you were, if you put like an average Joe out there, like it, it's not as easy as it seems even. And don't most professional ballparks have a short left field porch. So there's less ground to cover in the left and left field. I, I mean, I could, I, I'm just thinking of like, you know, Fenway, uh, Yankee stadium, you know, the, the short porch, uh, Houston, the shorter left fields. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it just depends on the stadium a little bit, but like the AL um, AL East have a lot of short right field porches. New That's York true. and Boston, Boston, yeah, they have Penske Pole over there. Um, so f- moving into our current updater, at least for the next week, uh, Paul three seventeen, three piece. I wasn't stuttering. Um, ask favorite non Sarasota player, ignoring user question mark. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna have to think about that. One. I don't really I, know I, anybody. I really don't know any. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> side of the team. Um, I mean, I feel like I could go for a cop out and just say AJ, former supernova. <clears throat> yeah, my <laughs> like, my favorite non supernova player is probably Bill. Because he's not on the team yet. <laughs> yeah, are we going by that literalism? Okay, if we're going by that, then it's Dirk. But if we're going like not in the um, system of supernovas, I'd probably I'd probably just say Enoch because he seems Enoch like a cool guy. Is always a good option. Um, so, GM of the best minor league team in all of the minor league PBE. Sixty-sixers. No, they have oh, cats. Don't lie to yourself. Oh, I, I agree, hundred percent. He, if we're, mm, yeah, yeah, he's pretty good and a good, good pitcher. Um, I mean, the actual player. I still have to track if I've hit a home run off him. That is my career goal to hit one home run off Enoch. I can, I can honestly say this: that Enoch is probably one of the biggest reason why I'm still here. Uh, I was so lost. The first, you know, few weeks of joining PBE, I mean, the forum, you know, he helped me out really, you know, wasn't, you know, wasn't a dick about it, like was like excited to help. And, you know, I feel like I hear stories that that's just his personality. And for him to kind of maintain that for 20 seasons of just helping all these newbies out. I mean, I would really be interested to see or, you know, to see how many people actually kind of stayed in the league because of his like direct influence. I uh, I believe one of the one of the current New Orleans GMs, Eldorian J.R. Cook, he was one of the last picks in the draft. He sh- he should have been inactive and never made it based on that position. But he's currently one of the most active people in the PBE and a GM because of Enoch and the Hepcats. Enoch is just awesome. He can just he just has this pull that you just want to play and be on his team. You just want to hang around him basically. 
Well, he's like a good coach. He's a guy that just kind of he can he, when when you're asking him questions, he doesn't make you feel stupid. You know, I mean, for most of us, I think we all can work our way around a forum pretty well. But I mean, just understanding the ins and outs of PBE and updating and just kind of how things work here. Like he, he I mean, at least for me, I'm kind of speaking from my point of view and my anecdote uh, with him personally is like, he just didn't make me feel dumb. I, I feel like, you know, looking back at some of our conversations we had early on, I was like, that was a stupid question, but I never, he never made me feel like it was a stupid question. Yeah. The, the valid uh, interaction I've had with him, he's been super helpful. He even helped me. I think it was a couple months ago when I was at a pitching question, uh, where I should put my stuff. And he was super helpful, even though we're like not even on the team. Yeah, I mean, I think it's so important to have good, like, rookie mentors and have people that can help people because it's really, it's like an odd system at first when you first join. But to have someone like Enoch who's so good at helping these young players, and I, I've seen so many prospects come up and say that, you know, Enoch taught me my build. He showed me how to build my player. It's just, it's, it's, great to have basically him in that position and be so willing to help people. Yeah, he came at you every season and said, Hey, this is, you know, if you're trying to build this kind of a hitter, this is what you, where you should put your stuff. I mean, every season. Uh, so I mean, yeah, and that's, I think a, a league like this needs those kind of people like with working now as the PBE rewind guy, having hummus uh, constantly coming in and just giving, you know, positive reinforcement is is pretty big because you know you can you, when you're sitting on a computer on your phone like you you, you know if you're not in the chats 24 7 you can definitely feel kind of like you know why am i doing this but having and people who come from positions like enoch and hummus to come and be like hey man you're doing a great job or you know blah 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 i think that i think that's good for the league in general probably one of the reasons why pbe is uh you know, quickly became my favorite league out of the fake sports that I played. And just, I think is, has the following and participation that it does is because some of the people we do have, um, really make it enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, I, I, no disrespect to any other commissioners just cause I wasn't as in when, when they were in control, but Hamas seems like a great commissioner. I mean, like things seem to get done efficiently and, um there's not i mean there's drama always with this many online personalities but he he seems to do a really good job of controlling the league um so i'm gonna i'm gonna say he's my favorite favorite player in the league just to be <laughs> different. i mean it's not a bad choice ignoring user i'm probably gonna go walker kato i i I think with that guy single-handedly is what's keeping a, uh, Outer Banks just a, an elite team. That guy is unreal. I'm going to say James Love because um, anytime I would look at the second-base leaderboards in my first like five seasons, he would always be at the top for second base. So You just said hummus. <laughs> yeah. Well, hummus is my favorite person. Yeah, yeah. User. <laughs> you, know you know what? No, hummus is both. Hummus is oh. James Love can be my favorite position player, but hummus is number one. Austin Bentley <laughs> is hummus is uh, uh, uh yes. De yeah, Detroit Detroit Demon. 
So uh, that's really pretty much all we got in questions. Uh, so I guess we got another uh, maybe 15 minutes to kind of just talk. Any any other topics of uh, interest? I have one question left. I, I don't know if we should bring it up, but should Barry Bonds be in the Hall ah, of Fame? Yeah. He had why two questions left. should he or why should he not be? Mm. Yeah, sure, why not? He didn't do anything wrong. Well. What? Everyone else was doing them. He just got caught. I mean, the thing about Barry Bonds that kind of makes me very polarized on whether I think he should be a Hall of Famer or not, he was very, very good before he was noticeably doing steroids. And I think even then, he should be in the Hall of Fame for his previous stats. But with what he did after he started taking steroids was just inhumane. He was just <laughs> fucking teeing off. Those poor baseballs are dead. They had families. They're now in the middle of the water somewhere. They're in space. You never know where they are. But he he does have the home run record. He does have the most intentional walks. And he does lead MLB all time in taking walks because of that. That to me is hard to ignore. While I want to say no for the facts he did steroids, I think he does have a case, even if you cut out the period of time where he had steroids. Yeah, the steroids don't help you actually hit the ball. Right. So I, I think he should be. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm. Be, I Rose should be. I think Roger Clemens should be. Debatable on Kurt Schilling. I'm a little too young for some of these guys to have seen them play, but just from what I've heard, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just sad. Like, people talk about Barry Bonds in, in different ways than any other player, really. Um, I, I think. I just got super depressed knowing that Red, like, really never got to see Barry Bonds play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I haven't seen, I never saw him play a game. So I feel so old. My, my Barry Bonds would be Mike Trout, I guess, but that's not even, that's like a different level of playing, like a more five tool player instead of just a hitter. Well, I mean, Trout, I would say, is devolved into a four or four tool player. He doesn't really have the, Stealing base speed that he used to have. Uh, yeah, I mean that seems to be just a trend in the league. It's just stolen bases are just not valued anymore. Hey, those bases are going to be three inches bigger. So, oh yeah, they're <laughs> expanding the bases. I, I uh, kind of sticking with Barry Bonds. Um, I've gone, I've gone back and forth um, quite a bit. Uh, the thing that I kind of go back to is. That era of baseball was in its heyday when I was learning baseball, I guess. And, 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 and Pork, I mean, you might be able to test to this. I remember coming into school, uh, shot class, uh, to, be, to be specifically, uh, when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were both uh, hitting home runs, chasing the home run record. And it almost seemed like that saved baseball. I mean, it was right after there was a strike. And I don't really remember the strike too much. You know, I was a little, it was a little bit, I was a little too young in that, but um, I do hear, you know, like my dad would say like, yeah, the strike almost killed baseball. And then 
you you know how everybody got excited about the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and the and the home runs and the Bash Brothers and, and that steroid era. Um, and I agree with Pork. I think steroids doesn't help you hit the ball. And if anybody has played prof- any type of baseball, hitting a, a ninety mile an hour fastball is probably the hardest thing to do in in, in all of sports. Um, so it steroids doesn't increase your, your hand, your hand eye coordination. The only thing that I would say kind of hurts him regarding steroids is that, mo- you know, I played college football and the thing that I saw with steroids, yeah, it made you stronger, made you faster, but it was the recovery rate. And so that, that really kind of helped you made it, you know, kind of you, you were, you know, you'd lift heavy and be able to lift super heavy the next day because you didn't need that recovery time because of the steroids. Makes you wonder if Barry Bonds got, you know, X amount of extra games and swings because he was on steroids and he was his body wasn't breaking down like we see some of the players currently uh, breaking down, uh, except maybe Nelson Cruz, who is the the immortal one. Um, well, did you just miss steroids. steroids in college? Me? No, no. I, I had roommates and stuff <laughs> that did. I never did. I, I was I was terrified of needles. Um, but it was pretty rampant. Uh, in college where I, where I went to college, but uh, you know, that's one of the things that I I think so to kind of answer the question, I do think he does just because like I said, I think everybody, I think baseball is kind of a cheater's game. (laughs) You know, you, you, you listen to uh, Trevor Bauer talking about Garrett Cole's rotation and how he uses a foreign substance. And then the next season he does the same thing and wins a Cy Young. So, I mean, you know, he basically, if you follow him on Twitter, basically says all pitchers, cheat and in the major leagues to get that rotation uh the the 200 rotations you know per per second uh you know foreign substances or whatever they use and so uh i i still think that what he accomplished even pre and post steroids i think definitely should should garner him uh at least more consideration than what he's getting yeah i agree that he was like, yeah, him and like Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa were like prime time. My, I was little league. Like, I hate the Cardinals, but uh, Mark McGuire was like my favorite player whenever, I was, just just because of the home run. Yeah, it was it was fun to come and see. You know how many home runs were hit the night prior. You know we talk about it at school and, um, that I mean it. it I think it's kind of looked at negatively, but that was a fun time in baseball. I, I think, yeah. uh, you know, everybody loves the long ball and like King Griffey Jr. Oh yeah. King. I mean, yeah. King Griffey Jr. Was Bo Jackson's my all time favorite baseball player, probably all time favorite athlete. Um, and just, so, I mean, just watching freak athletes hit 900 foot bombs is just one of the coolest things, you know, and we, we got a plenty of it in the, in the, uh, early 2000s, late 90s era of baseball. God, we're old as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I just know that I kind of miss the era of baseball players actually being able to hit like these insanely high batting averages, like 335 to 350. Uh, hell, like Tony Gwynn hitting almost 400 in, what was it, 1994? I miss that there's no real contact hitters like that in what it seems like in modern baseball. Does anybody remember Kirby Puckett? I do yeah. remember. Oh man, that is, that, that is way beyond my time. Oh baby, Kirby Puckett, <laughs> that man, the pure hitting, 
Kirby Puckett. It's just you're right. The Tony Gwynn's Kirby Puckett. These guys that hit for uh, you know 350. Uh, their swings were majestic. You know they didn't they didn't maybe hit 95 thousand feet bombs, but I mean, just watching their approach at the plate was just, I mean, I, I remember where Kirby got hit in the freaking face and he couldn't see out of his eye and it made him retire. I mean, it was a sad day that dude, that, that, that was a, that guy was a pure hitter and it was, he was fun to watch. And then Randy Johnson, I mean, come on, we got it. We got an Arizona fan guy in here. I mean, Randy Johnson probably didn't do steroids, but man, that dude threw 99 miles an hour. I would not want to face him even now. <laughs> Even he, in his current age, I would not want to face him. He would probably kill me. Oh, I, I think that's a good. Oh, hundred percent. Hall of Fame the bird. He killed the bird. He, I. He's a guy that you know. We we. I think this generation of professional athletes is probably the greatest generation we've had, just because everybody you know comes in in the most elite shape. But a guy like like uh, Randy Johnson would dominate even in today's game. That guy was unreal. I mean, oh yeah. Uh, the unfortunate thing about Randy Johnson versus, or if he were to play now, he I don't think he would be, probably have anywhere near the same stats he had back then because you know managers are very pitch count leery. They're going to start pulling players instead of you know giving them that extra three three batters that they might feel like they have in them because they got like they got an arsenal of people in the bullpen who can throw them ninety five to 100, 102 miles an hour. But he. I'm- he had a crazy fastball, but it, it, he, it was his slider. His slider was just terrifying because he had a you know, 90, you know, 99 mile an hour normal heater, and then he would throw a 90 mile an hour slider that broke 45 feet towards you as a right handed batter. I mean, and, and away from you as a left handed batter. I mean, that's, that, that slider was just nasty. Yeah, so, and he's so big and lanky that, like, it, it just looked like, especially if you're a lefty, it just looks like he's coming. At you, basically. Dude was terrifying. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He was truly the big unit. <laughs> I didn't remember him playing for Houston. Yeah, I think that was a uh, half season stint. Houston and New York. Like, I playing for the Yankees. I don't remember those. Yankees was what between his first and second tenure with the Dimebacks? Uh, yeah, he was uh, 41, 42 years old. He didn't do that great in New York. He got traded back to Arizona. Then uh, he wasn't the greatest because, you know, he was in his 40s. Then he went to the San Francisco and uh, he retired after that season. <laughs> I, again, I, I hate bringing it up, but all you, if anybody's listening to this, especially now, almost an hour into it, and... You have never played Ken Griffey Jr. baseball on the uh, Super Nintendo. That 1994 Seattle Mariners team was just unreal. A Ken Griffey Jr., Edgar Martinez, Tino Martinez, Randy Johnson. I mean, Alex Rodriguez when he was 18. I mean, (laughs) it's just uh, an unreal team. And then then not let alone the, the video game in and itself was just the best baseball video game ever made. The the King Griffey Jr. on Nintendo 64 was my favorite game of all time. That was, I loved that game. Did you play that one? 
I did. Yeah, I, I played every King Griffey Jr. I I had a, my batting stance was like King Griffey Jr. in the nineties, man. I, I and I'm a, I was a big hitter. I shouldn't have been swinging like him. <laughs> yeah. right. I was too big to be swinging like that. When uh, I was in T-ball or little league or whatever, I hit like a pitcher. <laughs> I was so bad at hitting. I I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I feel like you couldn't do any better now, though. I mean, no, <laughs> I couldn't. I, I would still swing and miss at just about everything. You could throw just like a, you just put a T-ball tee in front of me and I would probably still strike out. <laughs> but, you know, I can't throw a ball pretty hard. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> That's about it. Need to develop that curveball or change up. Yeah. No, got to develop the change up. Oh, GP likes change up. Oh, yes. No, the OTP changeup, where it's just perpetually 2080. I guess uh, I, I guess for the last few minutes, uh, w- bringing it back to PBE, um, just kind of uh, Sarasota, I guess, to come back to home, uh, so to speak. Are you guys uh, pretty happy with um, everything that's kind of gone on? Are you concerned about expansion and the 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 how we've kind of approached our window here or you know just to kind of i guess close it out like kind of finish on some sarasota talk like where where we kind of feel currently at week three season 24 i mean Uh, without giving too much information that we can't share i'd like to say i i personally was a little bit frustrated at the thought concept of the cap getting cut when I was thinking this was our stride this next season. Yeah, like I said earlier, like the cap getting cut and the expansion draft is really gonna hurt. Teams I think we'll make it through pretty solid, though. I yeah, think we can still persuade good free agents. Um. Yeah. I mean, I honestly think the cap presents a unique, a pretty unique situation because everyone's gonna be in this boat. Um. And if you look at the rosters for some of the bigger teams, they're not going to be able to hold on to all of their players because maybe they're not all re-signed uh, and they're just not going to have room to sign them. So I think we can make a splash in free agency. Um, I We're going to try our best to reach out to some big names and bring them in and uh, combine that with the core that we already have, which is most of us here in the podcast and a few other guys and gals. Um, but I, I think there's a good, there's a chance, there's a, there's a path for us to uh, have a really good season next season. And then um, from there, just keep growing. And cause you know, we have like a pretty decent farm, all things considered like, but they're just far away. So we let those guys develop. And we keep the core we have now with some maybe some older guys that have some more experience. And I think we can, can combine that to uh, have a winning team and uh, finally reach the playoffs. And once once you hit the playoffs with OOTP, like, it, it's anyone's game. Just like in real life. Yep. Right. Yeah. You play for the playoffs. If there is anybody listening towards the end of this. I, I, I think the players will, you know, I, we should probably go first on this on, on why I think people should come to Sarasota. I, you know, obviously this is the team I was drafted by. 
Um, but I, I think we have a really fun uh, clubhouse. I think we got a really good collection of individuals uh, and youth um, in terms of uh, players, uh, fake players. But in terms of real life users, we have a good, I think, a good gambit of um, different you know, age groups and stuff like that that keeps everybody engaged. And because, uh, you know, when you listen to like the San Antonio Sloss um, podcast or the Boise podcast, you know, they kind of harp on. And a cultured environment. And I don't think we're that far behind. I think if, if we're behind at all, I think Sarasota, I've, you know, you know, myself, I'm out there with the rewind team and I had the Sarasota tonight before then, uh, you know, I think we're, we're always trying to put Sarasota out there and we do a lot for our players. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I think we're a little bit more active than we used to be. Um, it, we weren't very active, uh, recently but i think we're starting to get people are talking in chat and i i I like the score that we have yeah it was definitely a goal of ours to get the um locker room more engaged uh that was like one of the one of the reasons behind the rebrand was to like kind of spice things up and i think we're like really close to what we wanted to get to um I think we, yeah, I mean, you guys said it. Um, we have a lot of, like, different people in here. Um, but I think everyone kind of has the same, similar senses of humor and similar, like, obviously there's a common interest of baseball that can bring everyone together. And I, th- I th- it seems like people like it here. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to see, uh, you know, if, if somebody's considering joining a, a a San Antonio Sloss or a Death Valley Scorpion team because of you know the winning, but uh, because I they they you know they, I I don't know personally, but I, it sounds like they got a pretty cool locker room. I I think we're up there. I, I I really do. And the few locker rooms that I have joined, and then just other locker rooms with other fake sports. This is definitely the most active locker room and the other fake uh leagues that i'm in and i'm in four of them um and i've sort of upset some of the other teams that i'm a part of because i spend so much more time here and and not just here but also just in pbe in general (laughs) uh but because i think there's just so much more engagement here and so uh i i'm pretty excited for the future of the sarasota supernova i think that uh you know that the the team and then just the 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 group of individuals that we have currently in the locker room is pretty exciting even with all the the drama and everything that's going on and I don't want that to be a bad perception of what's what this organization is uh, I think this organization is ran well and I think um it's a it's a fun league and as long as I'm here I'm going to keep doing hype videos <laughs> I mean can't go wrong with that being excited for your team <laughs> I can't say the same if I was a if I was a Kashima Fox. Oh. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm, oh. not, I'm totally oh. kidding. I, 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 <laughs> just, just kidding. Just kidding. You know, yeah. honestly, though, I feel like I feel like they have a they have a good base that you could make a hype video for. Like their theming is pretty like specific. I think that you could actually do some if they wanted to get into that scene. No, I, I totally am, am kidding. They're just, they've been, uh, they've been sort of the butt of jokes as of, uh, around. And I'm not, I'm just, I'm just totally kidding. That, that actually I've said, and I've said it in my rewind 
and Supernova. I, that was one of the organizations that I was excited for. I thought they had some really cool leadership, and I, I think uh, their branding was really cool. To also, you know, their colors. I mean, I think you know, I, I'm a pretty masculine fellow, but I think pink's a pretty sweet uh, color uh, for for a team. And so I th- I thought I thought they were pretty cool when they when they kind of expanded. Uh, unlike, I mean, which the Buffalo Surge seem pretty bland so far. I'd like to maybe see a little bit more from them when they finally come out. I'm, uh, I, I so far from what I've seen from Seattle, though, I'm pretty excited for them too. Yeah, the Sea Serpents look pretty cool. That's a pretty cool brand. I definitely have my eye on the Sea Serpents. Might if PBE does give them merch, might have to buy myself a hat. I hope that happens. I, I, I would definitely buy some stuff from the PBE store. I will say, I will say we are, uh, or they are very close to getting that done. I believe. I want myself a supernova Jersey and a sea serpent's hat. (laughs) I I definitely get a supernova uh, shirt or Jersey, but also being from Kansas city, I'd probably get a Kansas city Hepcat. And that was my minor league team too. So I, uh, because we mentioned Hepcats, I have to remind you, S18 champs. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, S18, S18 was like... Don't oh, remind me how long it was. It's been... Last oh, year. Almost literally. Actually, no, literally last year. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was like last March. Wow, yeah, it was. It was the season, the season I joined, and I joined in June, I think. It's been so, it's been so long since I won the World Series of the Hepcats. I would just like yeah. to make the playoffs with the yeah. Supernova. <laughs> I think we have a shot next season with the new divisions. <laughs> I do Whether too. we get there or not, we have to pray to the OOTP Sim Gods. That yeah. absolutely probably won't go in our favor. <laughs> Yeah, what's really going to happen is I was going to have to recreate in the one season we actually make. Yeah, keep in the minors. Yep, <laughs> totally. My if you guys read my JPTs, uh, my player apparently has turned into an alcoholic and is very upset with his performance as a player. Rehab. <laughs> uh, oh man, I I I don't know what he's doing. Batting two hundred with like fourth. I'm ninety nine and ninety in right versus lefty and right and left power and maxed out Babid. I don't understand how I only have 10 home runs. It's okay. You're over 200 now. You're hitting 207. Gosh, it's just so <laughs> depressing. I just, I don't know what to do, but. Also, uh, I don't think you're allowed to get a hit for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So it's one, one week left to go. Uh, I think, I think it'll be pretty fun to see. Um, yeah, I'm rooting, I'm rooting for, you know, if Indianapolis does, find a way in. I mean, I'm rooting for those guys. So, you know, I think I like to see some of the newer teams and OBX. I think OBX would be a, a fun team to root for, for a championship. Not the, not the sloss, not the death Valley scorpions. I'm sick of those teams. No offense. I mean, might just be biased, but I'm rooting for OBX this season because they have a friend of Sarasota in Domingo Pozo. Yeah. Yeah. I hope, I hope they, uh, hope she gets a ring for sure. We're rooting for you, Domingo. <laughs> I think that's uh, are we about at time? Uh, yeah, I think so, we're over. So, mm-hmm. any 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 last uh, comments? Cons- you know, anybody wants to get out there? Bill, Red, anything? You know, uh, just 
glad y'all had me on. So I'm glad yeah. we got to do this together. Uh, everybody eat your veggies. What if I don't want to? Stay in school. Also, what if I don't want to? Read your tweets. Uh, yeah. Yes. Do your tweets. <laughs> Pray to the tweet, tweet God. Get that money. Remind Junie to do his PT and JPT. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We got to remind Junie, huh? Yeah, we got to remind Junie. There we go. All right. <laughs> uh so I guess with that, uh, you know, I, I guess I sort of pseudo took over as host. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> with that, I think we could probably close it out uh, for this, uh, I guess, first time ever Sarasota podcast. We didn't really even come up with a name for it. Uh, we but, will hopefully have one by the next time we do this. But yeah, by the next time, we'll probably have a little bit more structure. Uh, <laughs> and but probably won't just be a hi to be the <laughs> intro. <laughs> yeah, hi. I might I might edit a, a song if if uh, somebody wants to send me that. I could probably edit something in. But uh, anyway, I think that's uh, it for everybody. Everybody, uh, good luck. Do your JPTs, PTs. Remind Juni each day. And I think with that, I mean, let's. Let's, I mean, let's go Sarasota, man. I'm, I, hopefully we can get things turned around at the end of this season, moving into next season. Go Supernovas. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you are not yet a member of PBE and would like to learn more, visit us online at www.probaseballexperience.jcink.net.